This is Evidence-Based GI, and I'm Philip Schoenfeld, Editor-in-Chief. Today, we'll be discussing the first FDA-approved non-pharmacologic treatment for chronic idiopathic constipation, specifically a vibrating capsule which stimulates colonic motility. Now, this is a very important topic because despite all of our osmotic laxatives and stimulant laxatives and guanylate cyclase C agonists like glenaclotide, up to 40 to 50% of patients with chronic idiopathic constipation are dissatisfied with their therapies and wish to try new treatments. For many of these patients, the current laxatives that are available produce diarrhea and unpredictable bowel movements, or they simply don't have a sufficient increase in their bowel frequency. The vibrating capsule is an approximately 24 millimeter by 11 millimeter capsule, which you swallow and which vibrates while it's in your colon in order to increase bowel movements. The specific randomized controlled trial, which was used by the FDA to grant approval, is currently in press in gastroenterology. In this phase three randomized controlled trial, 312 adults who met Rome three criteria for chronic idiopathic constipation were enrolled in an eight-week trial. They swallowed either the vibrating capsule or a placebo throughout the eight-week trial. Capsules were swallowed at approximately 9 p.m. on five days out of seven, with Wednesday and Sunday night being the exclusions. If you were in the vibrating capsule arm, that capsule vibrated during what are called two cycles. In other words, at noon on the day after you swallowed the capsule, you had a two-hour period where the capsule vibrated three for three-second intervals three times a minute, and you would have two separate vibrating cycles over a two-day period. Utilizing these capsules does require an activation pod, as well as downloading a mobile app to your phone, which is what triggers the vibrating capsule to vibrate. In the randomized controlled trial, the 312 patients had a mean age of 45 years old, had had chronic idiopathic constipation for more than 10 years, and more than three-quarters of the patients were women. In this eight-week trial, at baseline, they had about one and a half spontaneous bowel movements per week and essentially zero complete spontaneous bowel movements per week. Per FDA guidelines, the primary endpoint was achieving at least an increase of one complete spontaneous bowel movement per week or having 
two or more complete spontaneous bowel movements per week or at least six of the eight weeks in the trial. Multiple secondary endpoints were examined, including measures of straining, stool consistency, and bloating, as well as adverse events. The results demonstrated that patients who utilized the vibrating capsule were more likely to see improvement in constipation symptoms compared to the patients on placebo. Specifically, 39% of the individuals on the vibrating capsule had an increase of at least one complete spontaneous bowel movement per week from baseline or achieved at least two or more complete spontaneous bowel movements per week. That's versus 22% in the placebo group. When we're specifically looking at that endpoint of achieving two or more complete spontaneous bowel movements per week, that occurred in 23% using the vibrating capsule versus 11% on placebo. And in a post-hoc analysis, they found that 13% of patients on the vibrating capsule achieved three or more complete spontaneous bowel movements per week versus 5.4% on placebo. In general, what the study demonstrated was that after the first week, that approximate, that the mean number of complete spontaneous bowel movements per week was between two and three for patients who were getting the vibrating capsule versus only about one per week for the patients on placebo. There was significant improvement in straining as well as stool consistency, but no significant improvement in bloating symptoms. With respect to adverse events, there was no significant difference in frequency of adverse events with the exception that 11% of patients in the vibrating capsule group could sense a vibration in their abdomen, but this did not lead them to discontinue the trial, and that was versus 0% in the placebo group. To me, more importantly, only 1.2% of patients had diarrhea as an adverse event. So, how does this factor into my practice? Well, as I spoke about in the introduction, despite multiple pharmacologic treatments, as well as over-the-counter therapies, patients want a non-pharmacologic intervention. And in fact, up to 40 to 50% of our patients, again, feel they haven't gotten adequate relief. This is a helpful new addition to my armamentarium for patients with chronic idiopathic constipation. Now, the vibrating capsule has only recently become available for use in 2023 and with limited supply is usually only available at some centers for excellence of GI motility. However, more widespread availability of the capsule should occur soon. It is unclear how insurance will reimburse for this. If a patient pays for it themselves, it's approximately $90 per month. For my patients who have not had adequate relief 
with osmotic or stimulant laxatives or secretagogues like linacletide, or if they get uh, significant diarrhea limiting their use of those agents, then I have tried this in that subgroup. However, we should keep in mind that this has not been evaluated in patients with irritable bowel syndrome with constipation and has only been looked at in an eight-week trial. So we still need more data about how it will work long-term in this chronic condition. Our bottom line key points are the vibrating capsule, which is swallowed in the evening, five days out of seven, did produce a significant improvement in complete spontaneous bowel movements versus placebo. Generally, we saw double the number of responders with the vibrating capsule versus placebo, and that all primary and secondary endpoints were achieved with the exception of showing improvement in bloating. Significantly, the rates of diarrhea were exceedingly low at only 1.2%, but this may be a very expensive option for individuals with chronic constipation if insurance does not cover it, since the out-of-pocket cost would be $90 per month. Thanks very much for joining us, and we look forward to you joining our future podcasts. Music